yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we on? Oh, yeah, we on. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Tea Corner. I'm your host, Mr. Terrence Smoking. How y'all doing, baby? How y'all doing? Hey, looky here. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to be joking and stuff. And today, we are going to be talking about S-E-X. Yo. So, hey. I was going to do the whole giant, the whole giant, Jaheen song. Oh, Lord, I couldn't get that man's name out for nothing. But, look, I was going to do that song, but I was like, yo, when you're a little bit in the upper room with the heavenly flower, you know what I'm saying, you, you tend to be forgetting some shit. So, yeah, I'm going to just let that go ahead and slide, y'all, but, uh, Yes, we're going to have a special guest here. We're going to have Miss Layla London, and it was a very good interview, y'all. It's going to be a very good interview, so tune in for that. And also, and also, you know, my birthday is coming around the corner, so you know what? we just going to, you know, sit back and enjoy every moment that we're going to spend together, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what? Here's to... Many years coming, and here's to the years that have been behind me that helped me to be the man that I am today. You know, if I could just tell the kid, the little kid of me, that everything's going to be okay, man, I think I would not have stressed so much. But you know what? God puts obstacles in our way for a reason, and yo. I'm still standing, and I'm going to keep on standing. As long as I have people around me lifting me up, there ain't no way I can fall. So, yo, we'll be right back after after some music and some ads, y'all. So, yes, indeed, we're going to get started with the interview straight after. So, here we go.
right, all right, y'all, we back now. But I'm just going to let you know, man. Oh, that just play out. Oh, hey. Okay, now we quiet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm back, y'all. I'm just messing with y'all. But look, I'm having a good time today, man. And you know why? Because when you finally realize something in your life that, you know, God just says, you know, it's time. Yo, <laughs> it feels weird when... When you say it, man, like the whole leap of faith and stuff, but the leap of faith is real, man. Let me tell you right now. Leap of faith is based on one thing, leaping into the unknown. We've been structured all of our lives to, you know, live a certain type of way, be a certain type of people, probably groomed in certain type of neighborhoods. And we never thought that we could actually break out that circle. Some of us actually think that we could, and we did. And we are not looking back. See, what I'm trying to say is this. I grew up in a family that, you know, my family, my mom and dad, you know, pretty much taught me one thing. Yo, never, ever. As you walk this earth, say that you are the product of your environment. Because they said, look, you got two people. That's prime examples that you could rise above it. And when I heard that, as a little kid, that became my driving force to want to be better. Do better. Learn what I need to learn. Be who I need to be. And today, I could just say, man, I'm having the time of my life just being free because I took the leap of faith. Is it hard? Yeah, it's going to be hard. Do you have to work? Yeah, you're going to have to work. You know, this ain't for the lazy. This is for those that want to work and build their own kingdom. And quite frankly, I'm speaking with a whole new tune because you know what? I'm building my kingdom and I hope I am hitting somebody's soul here today that maybe I can help change and transform their way of thinking. Be like, yo, it ain't green grass on the other side. You're going to run some brown patches, but most of your days, it's going to be okay. And there's going to be some shitty days, but you're going to be okay. See, I wish I could go ahead and just tell somebody that's stuck in the same rut that they work in a nine to five and they feel like they want to put a bullet in their brain. But you know what? I understand because I used to be the same way. It drove me crazy and I had so much tension. There was knots on my neck that was building up from all the stress that was building up. So I know what it means to be up in a job that you know that you better than, that you know that you could do better than, but you are stuck in this rut and you don't know how to get the fuck out. I know. I've been there. That's why I'm saying this show right here is for those that understand the culture and those that understand poetry and music, because all three of them subjects, they're going to be true, and they're going to be straight to you. So you know what? That's what the T-Corner is about. But you, I just want to let y'all know one thing. I said all that to say this. This interview with Layla London, excuse the audio. Hey, I 
trying to make it as professional as I could with what I had. I had a dude up in my car, you know, and I did not know that the the car speakers, you know, was actually the microphone and not the mic that was plugged on me. So, yo, y'all, it just just understand it, it may be some potato quality, but she comes through real good. Her side was great. No, you're going to hear her crisp and clear and listen to the message, y'all. Yes, it's a subject about sex. Okay, so so look at here. If you ain't about like hearing about sex, hey, I understand. Go ahead, you know, this is something else if you want to. But no, I want to let you know this is about sex because sex is a part of the culture. How the hell you think we supposed to get these little kids up in this world? Like, come on, get off of it, bro. Sex should be actually taught and understood like regular conversations like for real when when you start doing that then you start building a safer environment why because the next generation knows what to do all right so y'all here is the interview with miss layla london right here on the t corner brought to you by T Line Beats Production. Welcome to another episode of the T Corner. I'm your host, Mr. Terrence the Spoken, and today we have Miss Layla London here. And she has a very interesting podcast that we're gonna talk about. And we're gonna talk about uh, like her walk through life and stuff. And so she has a very interesting story, and we're gonna sh- Jerry right here, y'all. So, welcome to the stage, Miss Layla London. How you doing today? Hi, I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And um, like I hey, said, no just problem, no problem, no hope problem. your listeners don't mind my my laryngitis voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you good. You good. You good. Look, so, 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 tell me about the uh, curious girl diary podcast because it sounds like it's real interesting and what i've heard from it it's it y'all talk about some interesting stuff and i'd love to share with my audience and stuff because this is this I, i do poetry but i also talk about culture and so in the in and what you talk about is very cultural things and yes the floor is yours All right. Well, thank you again for having me. Yeah, I have a podcast and it's called The Curious Girl Diaries. Um, It's this is I'm on my seventh year with it. And it kind of was born out of uh, me not having sex for three and a half years. And then I kind of woke up one day and said, what am I doing? That is that's just crazy. And mm-hmm. so I decided I quickly, you know, kind of put my business hat on. I'm a business person and said, well, um, you know, I got a problem. I got to fix it. So I kind of came up with a plan and did a complete 180. And what I decided, what kind of came out of that was I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give myself a year to make a sex bucket list and 
cross things off my list and go kind of go crazy, I guess, if you will. And just, you know, get this stuff out of my system, sort of making up for lost time, but also focusing on things that turn me on and things that I'd always wanted to try and, you know, just never really had the, the nerve to do. And so I kind of set out on this adventure and I was really interested in who I was becoming, you know, kind of like, well, who would I be at the end of that year? And what ended up happening was uh, obviously a lot of fun and a lot of fun stories. And in order to, in order to capture that, that's why I started the podcast and I wanted to, you know, memorialize it. I wanted to be able to see how I was changing and what was happening and have it documented. What ended up happening was at the end of the year, people had caught on. I wasn't promoting it. You know, I wasn't trying to get people to listen just back then, you know, the, all of the syndicators of shows like Spotify and Apple, they would aggregate you with other similar podcasts. So I suspect that that's mm-hmm. how people, you know, were finding it because they'd search for something and then my show would get recommended and they'd give it a listen and they'd start listening. So I kind of built up this fan base organically who did not want me to stop at the end of a year. And I was having so much fun and I really didn't feel like it, my, my journey was over. So I kept going with it and through, you know, now I'm in year seven, but basically what I realized is, you know, this is just not something I I don't want to turn off this, you know, my, my sexuality and, and go back to where I was before and not focus on it, not prioritize it. So now really the podcast is about, you know, me just prioritizing my sex life and knocking things off my bucket list and just talking about everything, you know, all the shenanigans I get into and the relationships and it's just mm-hmm. been wild. It's been a lot of fun. Yo, I, I, I actually like podcasts that's about real people's everyday life because I, I was telling a friend of mine that, yo, that's all podcasting is. We we all have a story to tell. Each and every single one of us. And, and some of us write it down. Others, we got recorded. And I just love hearing about the evolution of a person. Because what you just described was like from the first episode to where you are now you can just see the the transition and the progression in the person that you have become and i think that's a beautiful thing and, i do too yeah and also you hit on a very good topic about what are you like like about sexuality and you no know, sex and and you know when you say sex you know the like some people get turned off by like ooh taboo I'm like this no actually that's a part of life you know what yeah. I'm saying and you know and if you don't get it's just like miss if you don't get the proper amount of it you know your whole body is just off whack it's just like okay something's not right <laughs> yes. so yeah I, I get that I, I, I actually love hearing stories like that and and like I said, once again, that's a part of culture and, and, you know, this is just 
I would recommend your podcast to anybody because I heard a couple of episodes and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you was even hearing on stuff that even guys go through that we may say or may not say. You know what I'm right. saying? But you yeah. opening up to 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 put it out there. I'm like, no, you. Oh yeah. I like this. I like this. So yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So I think it's really important to, for people to, um, explore, you know, and what I hope is that, you know, cause you mentioned, you know, even just saying the word sex kind of is taboo and you're, you're right. You know, and I, I really hope that it becomes more normalized it becomes mm-hmm. something that, you know, we could literally just be at the dinner table and, hey, I got a great, you know, gave a great blowjob earlier today. Oh, that's great, honey. Pass the beans, you know, whatever. Like, just yeah, like, this, exactly. like, it is not, it, the subject becomes so normalized that we just don't even think twice about it. And um, it, it's such a core part of who we are. And the the adventures that I've had, you know, of of course it's fun to talk about the sex and the sex acts and all that, but the changes in me and how I've, you know, just expanded. And, you know, like Mm -hmm. I said, in the beginning, my core question was, God, if I do all this, if I really let loose and I do this, like, who am I becoming? And what does that mean for me? And it was a little kind of scary, you know, to say, Fuck it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to push out of my comfort zone and do this stuff. I'm so glad I did. It's been amazing. And, you know, listening to me in year one and two, and it's kind of hilarious, you know, based on where I am now. All right, y'all. We are going to take a little time, you know, putting some, you know, ads up in there, man. You know, I'm starting to do ads where I'm promoting people that's doing some amazing things. So yeah, go check out their podcasts and stuff. And you know, they on Spotify on anchor and all over the place, man. And they blowing up. So for real, we are supporting each other. So keep that in mind and we'll be right back to the T corner after this.
tune in to Talk With Nell on Anchor and Spotify. Listen about a woman's trials, tribulations that led to her rise. Yes, indeed. She's been through some ups and downs, but yet she is still climbing. And so, yes, tune in to Talk With Nell on Anchor and Spotify. Enjoy. Tune in to Stick to the Script. Yeah, they don't stick to the script, but Naniqua and Knowledge, oh, they're going to have you rolling. They're going to have your ribs hurting, and you won't swear that you're going to have to go to the hospital because you laughed so hard. Yes, and know what? Something? You know something? You may even have me on the show, and baby, you know how I get. So, yeah, tune in to Stick to the Script on Anchor and Spotify. And guess what? Enjoy. You know, some of the stuff I was like, oh, I'll never do that. Every time I said I'd never do something, I ended up doing it. Not not only doing it, but loving it. So, yeah. yeah, Yeah. And I, I... I love that I I love that I've contradicted myself. I love that I have a record of that. I love that you know I can show myself and others like hey, you know, you are we're all everything about us is always changing and evolving and our sex lives should be no different. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean like my 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 thing is this right here. I I like me personally I I don't have anything wrong with sex. I think it should be normal, you know, taught that at the table. Hell, my dad used to used to take me on the fishing pond, be t- talk, tell me like certain things. Like, so yeah. when I got older, I'd be prepared and stuff. And and it's it's just amazing that you know you you don't you don't see that no more, Hardy like you know, people sitting down with their kids were like this, look here, you doing good? Right. Like, especially when they become teenagers, yeah. like, the talk is not hard, y'all. The talk is not hard. It's no. like, like, when you talk to a teenager, like, how did my nephew, I was like, yo, yo, um, we gotta have this talk, you know, me and you, uh, and I, I just was quizzing him on seeing what he knew, and what he didn't know, I you know taught him like yo okay so if you ever in this situation you need this you know what I'm saying right. and yeah and when you do that you you raising up a generation that's gonna be like okay cool shoot it, it's you just having sex okay cool great wonderful <laughs> but, yeah yeah but, I mean we should I don't want it's I don't, a normal conversation. Yeah. It, absolutely. And it really should be. And that's just kind of what, you know, my, my hope for wives stay doing the podcast. It's really about that. Cause I'm going to have fun. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to, not, you know, supposed to where, go back. yeah, right. I mean, you know, I'm, that person kind of doesn't exist anymore. You know, it's like, yeah. um, is that, is that saying you can't cross the same stream twice? You know, it's like, it's not, you know, that's not who I, am anymore. I still have a lot of, of course, the same core principles and values, but I've expanded in ways that, you know, I never could have predicted. And it's just been 
you know, like so much fun. Can I tell you what I just did before I got on this podcast? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I, one of the things that has been on my sex bucket list or was on my sex bucket list for like six years was I'd never had a threesome and I always wanted, I always wanted to just, you know, I wanted, you know, it's like all these things I just want to experience, you know, things that, you know, I'm like, I may not get tied to this. This may not be the end all, but I'd like to have the experience. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to do like two guys and a girl and also, um, you know, another, another female and a male. Well, I, it's taken me like four years. I have, my listeners know this, like it's been my Mount Kilimanjaro. I have not been able to find a couple that I was, that I liked each one of them equally. It would usually be like, I, you know, I'm kind of, I'd never been with a woman before. So I was, I'm curious about women. I know what men are about, but I'm curious about women. So when it comes to a couple, I'm always looking, I want the woman to be kind of the draw for me. But he needs to, you know, it has to work. I have to be attracted to him too. So I just found it over the years very hard to find a couple that I was equally as attracted to. And just recently I found a couple that, um, you know, the chemistry's there. It's been this amazing thing. And, you know, we had, we've, we've been, we've all been, we were seeing each other. And so, um, you know, I, a couple weeks back, I finally, I, you know, popped my threesome cherry and had it. Had a threesome and experience had an experience with a woman and all I can just say about that is boobs. I now get it. I understand why men go crazy for boobs. Why they're so gaga over there. Boobs fucking rock. They are so (laughs) they're so comforting and just and and nice and soft and they you know like I love the way they feel and sucking on them. It was Mm -hmm. very kind of nurturing. I, I just I, I I am enjoying my boob fetish to the hilt, but her uh, partner, her the, you know the guy, and I call them Jack and Jill. I give everybody a nickname since I stay anonymous, and I give every um, you know everybody a nickname. I call them Jack and Jill. Well, mm-hmm. so one of the things that you know Jack and Jill are kind of into is Jill likes to share him, and then so Jack came over, and we just you know we just had this long sex session took a bunch of pictures and videos and we're sending it to Jill the whole time, teasing her, telling her, you know, like next time I see her, she's going to have to wait in the corner and she's going to have to watch us get, and she's going to have to get all, all excited and she won't be able to touch herself unless I say she can. And it was just, mm-hmm. just, I'm just having so much fun with it. You know, he just left. I'm like, oh, yeah. how lucky am I? You know, like, here it is middle of the day. I've already had four or five orgasms and here I am doing this interview with you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and again, the thing about me is I I love talking about sex and stuff. And, and cause the funniest thing is this. And I told one, one of my close friends this. I said, you know, all my close friends, majority of my close friends, I met on on a porn site. Like, no kidding. Like, like, yeah, we we literally was in a porn community, like on a porn site. You know, and people would be like, "This, oh, porn, porn, ooh, ooh, porn." No, when you in the community, that's the most realist, laid back folk that you could ever imagine on this yeah. world. Because they're being ostracized by 
everybody else that believes that they live in a clean life. But when you dealing with them, you run into some real people. And they'll and they they be able to school you on okay if you're in this situation you need to do this you need to do that okay you good with that okay good it's actually like a family yeah yeah it so, is so so I, I was like that, I find that people that are sex positive tell me if you agree with this I find that people that mm-hmm. are sex positive um are just good communicators like and they're and they're respectful of boundaries you know and they just it's like they're easy to be around because. They have, you know, they're, they're, they communicate well, they put you at ease and it just mm-hmm. feels like, you know, they just feel good to be around in general. Now, it doesn't have to be sexual, but just, you know, and then you'll have your kind of what I call vanilla friends who can't communicate worth a darn and they're, you know, not having sex with their partners and denying mm-hmm. them sex or don't want to have sex, you know, and it's like, it's just weird stuff. And I'm like, what is that is, mm-hmm. that's not right, you know? And so don't judge oh, the people yeah. over here that are, you know, being open and honest and have respectful communication and, and a lot of great oh, yeah. sex. Oh yeah. And, and, the, the, and I, 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 I mean, I was just literally sitting at my desk talking with my friend. I said, look here, I met you on there. I met my other friend on there. Yeah. I met this person on there. <laughs> I'm like, I only met two people that wasn't even on there. One became my wife. The other one is my is my best friend that I met in college. I'm like, other than that, everybody else, porn site. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's great. Oh man, but it, it, it's it's awesome because you because I like when I was doing all that before I got married. Um, it it was like a new adventure. It was like. I was like, okay, everybody say this is taboo. I know this ain't taboo. Let, let me go see what's going on. So I went into the fit, the fit life, you know. Yeah, I'm on and fat I'm like, life. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, I'm a big fan. I am a huge fan. <laughs> I'm like, yo, wait, hold on. Y'all just regular, ordinary people. I'm like, wait, man. This this, uh, this y'all my type of folk that I like to talk with. Wait, hold on. I know. Yeah. So I started building up a following, started building up a community and stuff. And you know, majority of us still talk to this day. You know. Yeah. And it's just funny that people just judge a book by the cover instead of reading the chapters. Right. Yeah. And I agree. Th- you know that that's that's how I see like sex in society and it's it's horrible it should not even be like that I mean and, I, yeah there's so much yeah. and there's also so much censorship you know like which I understand oh, Lord. For, for, cer- for certain reasons but um, you know as an you know as an example if let's say we were you know loading this on YouTube I'd have to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd have to cut some words out and things like that. And it's just like, these are just mm-hmm. words. You know, if I say penis, vagina, fucking, you know, or if I'm describing, yeah. if I'm describing an encounter with someone, it's, you know, yeah. I'll, I'm lumped into, now I'm over there with the pedophiles. You know, it's like, I'm just a bad person. You know, <laughs> it's, a, you know, and you get your stuff taken down and it, it's so weird. You know, it really is weird to me when, 
we use so, when sexuality is used so much to sell things and promote yeah. things and you know it's okay to have women in swimsuits selling hamburgers you know and washing cars and you know all that stuff that's exactly. fine but if we talk about what that really means and what they're intimating by using those visuals if we talk about what that means that oh don't no no don't do that don't talk about it mm-hmm. you know it's a little crazy and i see why people get i see why people are so mixed up and um you know, bunged up when it comes to sex and sexuality. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and I'm telling you, man, I like I like my 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 greatest my greatest uh thing was when I found out about you know BDSM and stuff like that, and I was like, okay, every time I watch this on. On a porn site, I always see like a certain group of people. Yeah, does my people do this? And so I started typing it in, and it's a whole freaking community. I'm like, what the hell? What are y'all doing? I know, I know. That's funny you say BDSM. That's the one thing that that's people always ask me like, well, what's the biggest revelation or you know thing that's changed you the most? I'm like, uh, getting into BDSM and finding you know being with a true dominant and having yeah. a you know a, a DS dynamic with that person over the for a long term and wow, I mean, just one of the deepest most. Uh, earth-shattering connections physically, emotionally, mentally uh, that I've ever had to another human being. It's crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, I had a I had a friend that was a switch and I was like, "Okay. Okay." And she described to me what it was. I was like, "Oh, okay. So so when you okay, so you could do both. Okay, I got you." And so we, I started learning the terminology and stuff like that and understanding the logic behind it. I was like, yo, y'all living life. What the, what the fuck was I doing all my life? I know, right? I'm like, I'm I'm doing something good and stuff. I'm I'm like this, yo, I want to do this. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yes, indeed. But yo, that that was my BDSM experience right there. I was like this, and and like I like how you said, you don't have to have sex with people in the sex community. Y'all just get to know each other, and you know, you know, it's like iron sharpens iron. You know what I'm saying? And yep. I'm grateful for that experience, man. And and I learned so much and you know I also learned don't ever judge a book by a cover I already knew that but when you see it with your own eyes it's a whole different experience so right yes yeah when you experience it when it when that lesson comes to you through that through that type of thing to you know it 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 hits differently I think mhm yes indeed yes indeed yes indeed so yes so um what also I wanted to talk to you about was have you ever thought about like um, publishing like a book or like a magazine article that would teach people or like tell people like yo don't be afraid of what you don't understand because 
by me talking with you right now, I could sense that you have a whole bunch of knowledge that can help a whole lot of people in this sense of the world. Cause you know, it's like how, like how, like how we say in the beginning. Yeah. It's like when you say sex, oh, you're a pedophile. You this, you that, you this, that. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> We just like having fun. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, so, and it's and it's an important component of who we are as human beings. It's the only mm-hmm. re- it's the only reason we're still here after all these years. I mean, we are driven biologically for it. Yeah. And and so the better we understand that and and within ourselves, you know, I think the more satisfied lives we are going to lead. And I know that yeah. that's been the case for me. Mm-hmm. And regarding your question about doing, you know, a book or anything like that, um, I, I have kicked around the idea of turning the whole journey, you know, into a book. And, mm-hmm. um, because if you listen to it from start to finish, it's, it, it's, it's about me and the sex, but it's also about how, how I, how that's changed me and how that changes my interactions with people. And you can see what, living, you know, the way that I have produces and it's all documented. And so that's, again, just what I just love so much about the podcast. And I have mm-hmm. thought about, um, you know, getting, getting someone to ghostwrite, uh, the book version, you know, with all that, because it's a whole, I mean, really, literally we're talking, you know, I'm in my seventh year here. I've had these amazing relationships, people that come in and out of my life, these mm-hmm. tremendous lessons and things that, that people teach me, you know, the highs, high highs and some low lows, you know, you come across some ding dongs and some, yeah. you know, dirt bags and all that. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I've, I've been wildly in love, heartbreak, heartbreak, you know, just everything, you know, trying to connect and just everything that comes along with really being, you know, a human being. And it's, uh, it, it's been, it's fascinating to me, you know, cause I can look at it because it's all memorialized through recordings. I can look at it from a third party perspective. And that's really what the podcast, I hope it does. You know, I hope that people listen to it, that it entertains them. It sparks interest. It gets them curious and hopefully uh, gets them to want to try to do do their own little challenge, make their own little sex bucket list, knock some things off, expand their sexual vocabulary and, you know, and base, you know, and kind of move out and try different things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you, 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 you said something that, that I wanted to touch on. And uh, it was... It was about, you know, changing. Like, you got, like, the blessing about what you did was you was documenting your change. And and you was talking about, like, the good, the bad, the heartbreaks. Yes, I had the heartbreaks. And also, ladies and gentlemen, it had to feel comfortable with the person that you're doing these things with or else it's going to be a misconnection or if you don't have that that true connection with somebody you're going to be miserable yeah you're just going to be like yo okay so 
Yeah. Are you it's ready? A- are you ready? It- no, you're not ready? Okay. <laughs> and, you know, because, you know, I, I went through that too, you know, in, in, in a past relationship way back. And I was like, okay, um, you working all the time. You work at night. I work in the day. So when we was going to make time? Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I'm, I wish, I wish that person all the best and stuff like that in the world and stuff. But it's very important that you find somebody that you can connect with and spend time with. Cause people don't actually understand there's a process with this. You know, um, it's all about connection and connectivity. If if you don't have that, and, or if you searching for it and you still don't find it, yeah, you, you gotta find somebody that you could connect with. So, yeah, I'm glad that you said something about you know connection and stuff like that because that is a very underlooked element in sex that most people don't pay attention to. Right. I mean, there's, it's, it's interesting because, um, in some ways, you know, like as I've gone along and I've had various partners and I've been open, you know, I guess you, if you want to say ethically non-monogamous, um, Mm -hmm. and it's, there is a difference, you know, there is, there's not everybody is going to be the one, you know, where you have this great, deep, deep, deep connection with. And, but, but you can still enjoy other people. Like a lot of times I'll say some people, these people come into my life and a lot of times it's just, they're not the whole book. They're just a couple chapters, but what they, Uh what they brought was still special too. And Uh then, and then it's, and then it is, but it's still at, at its core, the most important from my point of view is to have that one person, you know, like your primary partner that you're that you have that deep connection with and it just makes it just it just makes everything better i mean it really does so you know focus on you know building that but but the beauty of it is that i found at least with what i've what i've done and the way i've approached things is that my communication style because of the set you know having i guess if you want to call it more casual relationships sexually you know, I've had, we've had to have serious discussions and honest and frank discussions with people that, you know, you're just kind of meeting and getting to know, but you kind of mm-hmm. have to clear the bullshit, be adult about it and be able to talk about things. And it's a skill. Exactly. And, be, and because of that, when I am doing that, when I'm, when that energy is matched with the right person and they're on that meeting me at that level, that great connection, openness, honesty, willingness to mm-hmm. talk about anything. It's, it's like the best thing because at the end of the day, you know, it feels great to be known and understood. Yeah. It's great to be yourself and you don't have to change who you are to please the other person. And yeah, yeah, I've been in some, some, some relationships or, you know, where, you know, it felt like I had to change up because I'm, 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 I'd be like measuring where their level of, you know, sex talk is, you know, mine's is real high, you know, so I'm like, yeah. uh, 
okay, so where you at? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, and that, that that's the hardest part right there when you when you when you find somebody you love and stuff like that and and you find out that their sex talk is you, you get you gotta bring bring yours a little bit down so you can match them because they, they, they not there. They not there. So right. And you know, you feel miserable sometimes and stuff like that. And, but but you know at the same time, you can also show them, hey, look, these are, this is what, like, this is what you're looking for. This is what I'm looking for. And, and then sometimes, you know, you, they be like, oh, okay, well, shoot, I got you. Okay, great, wonderful. And then, yeah. And if and sometimes you know you might run somebody that might be uncomfortable with that, and that's okay too. You know what I'm saying? And I've learned how to try to you know adapt and evolve and stuff like that. But at the same time, like don't change who I am. You know what I'm saying? And yes. you no, know, it, it's a balancing technique because it. When you're dealing with another person, that's some that's another that's that's somebody with another, other issues, other you know trauma, you know stuff like that, and you, you gotta balance that stuff out. So, yo, that that's that's been my Achilles heel right there. Been like trying to learn how to balance it because when when I was younger, I had one and two mode. Either okay you can't handle this so I'm going to turn this switch off oh okay alright okay oh you know what you're talking about switch on I only had two modes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so now I learned how to okay put it on medium okay put it on medium okay they're good (laughs) right yes so yeah that's the best way I could put it you know and it's, I ain't gonna take. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's been hard, hard as fuck. But yeah. at the same time, it's very encouraging that you are able to show people like probably a new life that they never knew about. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And, I, I, and one thing you cannot do, you cannot live with no regret. Because if you live with regret, that's that shit will eat you up. Oh, that's I know. Why, that's why I said, you know what? In my life, I'm gonna live with no regret. Good, bad, ugly, sad. Hey, it was all for work. It was all work for a purpose and a meaning. And when I find that shit, I'm gonna own that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what you said today was a whole lot of impactful stuff. And I want to say thank you for being you because oh, I've, I've been trying to get somebody on the show that, that's up there so I can have this kind of talk. Like, me and my friend that's up in Tennessee, she's up there and stuff. I'm like, yo... This is a great conversation. Man, I wish I had more people like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's, it's it's fun to talk about. I mean, just like nobody, it's 
that it's, it's so interesting. And that's why, you know, I mean, part of the reason the show is, you know, as popular as it is and lasted as long is because, I mean, you, you cannot really pick a bad subject when it comes to, uh, you know, under, under the sex umbrella. You know, if you're talking about sex and sex in general and what you're doing in your own sex life or what you think about this or how that made you feel sexually. And, you know, people want to know they're interested because again, oh, yeah. it, speaks, it speaks to such a huge part of who we are as human beings. And again, you know, it's, it's so contradictory that it's just not so it's not normalized more that we can't talk about it more that, you know, it kind of feels yeah. like, Oh, it's a dirty little secret. I listened to this podcast, you know, and she, she's, always doing having sex talk about sex and you know, it's it's normal everyone else is doing it too maybe not to the extent that i am but they're doing oh, yeah. it on some level and you know why can't we talk about it and you know what i i, I, I just want to say this thank you for having also i want to say again thank you for having the courage to be free and be unapologetic because in this in in this world that we living in right now, man, we need more people that's real unapologetic about living their own fucking life. Cause yeah. life is too short. If y'all haven't noticed, it's already twenty twenty three, and twenty twenty two. I thought it was still July, you know, and we back yeah. in twenty twenty three, and I'm like. What, what, what happened to 2022? <laughs> so as time keeps going and going and going, you know, you must cherish these moments and cherish being you. You know what I'm saying? And keep doing what you're doing, Layla, because that you're doing an awesome job. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I have a... I, you reminded me of something I say a lot on my show is I ask people, you know, when they're struggling with something or they're, you know, they're, they want to know, should I do this or should I not do this? Or how, how, what makes you so, how can you do this? You know, I really just, it's the, the question I ask them is, you know, between now and dead, is this the life that you want for yourself? Is this the sex life that you want for yourself? And, exactly. you know, and, and if the answer is no, you know, then, you got to make some changes yeah. and it's easy. It's really easy enough to do. I went from three and a half years of no sex, like nothing, zero at to within 10 days, boom, done over, mm -hmm. left that in the review and glad I did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And another thing that I just thought about that, that'd be an awesome show to do is depression, anxiety and how it would affect, your sex life. Well, that, I know that I know that it can, right? It can make it can zap your libido. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, unfortunately, what people don't realize too is a lot of the medications that are prescribed for that, um, you know, those types of uh, situations and circumstances depress your libido even more. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of women don't know this, but a lot of birth control that they're taking, it depresses their libidos. If you know, like if you read the mile long thing of all the side effects, you know, it, it affects your libido. It's messing with your hormones. I mean, this makes sense, right? So when we're, we're throwing things out of whack. So it's like, you mm -hmm. just have to be 
you know, kind of mindful of this, but I will tell you the flip side is, um, orgasms are like the best mood stabilizer and mood uplifter. Like I've ne- there's never been an orgasm I've had where I go, you know, I could have done without that one. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I mean, I feel like this is why I'm not grumpy, cr- you know, uh, grouchy. I'm happy all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, Yo. my body, my body is getting those dopamine released and rushes and that serotonin, you know, all that good stuff that, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that these orgasms bring great sex brings. You know, the pr- depression would be depleted real quickly with a good orgasm. Um, yes. Uh, yes, yeah. that, that, that's a fact. I'll just, I'm going to prescribe those left and right. Here you go. I'm not a medical Shoot. doctor, but here you go. Here's your prescription. Have 10 orgasms. You'll be Shoot. cured. Hey, look, I, look, I turned to Oprah. We're free. <laughs> when, when it's like, give a card, she'd be like, this, you get a card, you get a card, yeah. you get a card, you get an orgasm, orgasm, you orgasm, get an orgasm, orgasm. You get an orgasm, right. I know. Everybody get an orgasm. <laughs> I'm just telling but, you, if you, if like, if I, I would say, I would do this, like the orgasm challenge. Like if you're, if you're feeling out of sorts and you know, you're not sure, literally haven't, make sure you have an orgasm one a day for 30 days and then check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. Cause I'm pretty sure by about after week one, you're going to blow past whatever's, you know, whatever's bringing you down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and and the and the, and I remember I heard somebody on on TV or something saying that they believe uh, masturbation is disgusting and stuff. I'm like this. Look at here. If you ain't getting it from nobody else, shoot. What? Oh my gosh! First of all, <laughs> uh, who is that person? They need to. I, 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 need I don't to talk know. To I, flipped, I flipped away from the moment they said that. I was like, you know what? You well, you stay t- you stay over there. <laughs> I know, you know, and I, I, that breaks my heart because it's really, in my opinion, wrong on so many levels. First of all, it just, it further pushes down people's, um, ability. You know, when they hear this stuff, it's reinforcing that sex is dirty, bad, negative in some way. And, you know, mm-hmm. over time we get these subtle messages and it builds, you know, it's left an impression. Um, the other thing is, is that y- you don't, it's harder to tell uh, a lover or a partner what you want and what feels good if you don't know your own body. I often tell exactly. women, like, you don't put the onus of of your orgasm onto your partner. Like, he, you need to show him what your body's all about. Show him it's a, you know, like you're you're a Ferrari. You know, like you can do it can do a lot. You you have a lot of pleasure points and knowing those and how you like to be stimulated, how much touch, how much pressure, when, where, and how that is going to drive your partner crazy. It's exciting. And it also helps you to have the best sex together that you possibly can. So Mm -hmm. masturbate away. I, I do March masturbation madness month every year. And that means I masturbate every day in March and, uh, I use different techniques and it's kind of like, I feel like it resets my, you know, resets my little masturbation clock. I do that once a year. Yeah. Yo. And, and, um, and I, I'm like, there's like how you said, there's different techniques that you could do. Like, 
like my, one of my favorite ones. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, edging. Edging, edging. to yeah. me is like it's like it's like a thrill. It's like a rush. It's like. Do you like giving or receiving? I like to do. I like to give. I and okay. like like for example, I I like I like head. Yeah, I like give. I like get like I love when when somebody give me a blowjob, but sure. also. I also love going down on my wife. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, if you don't eat pussy, I think there's something wrong with you. I do too. I don't know. Like, I don't know why they don't, maybe they just, maybe they're self-conscious about their skills. You know, you know, I had, I had, I had an uncle one time tell me, yo, you, you know what going down on a woman is? That's like the uh that's the that's the pregame warm up. Alright? That's you, right. You, you got when you get in a cold car, you gotta warm it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, yo, I grew around some country some country guys, okay. They, he, but, these are that, smart you know, men. Lucky yeah, you. Yeah, you but, some, but you had a tribe some, of smart men. Mm-hmm. And and my dad he'll 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 flip it around a different way, but it's country talk, but yeah. yet it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo. So whenever somebody would say, Oh I, man, I don't I don't know, I don't do that to women, man. I let them I let them just go ahead and give me a blowjob. I said, and you don't you don't lick that cat? Yeah. Bruh, you missing out. <laughs> I know. It's like but, just, but you know, to each their own. And but I'm like, nah, I just, I just can't. I'll be like this, nah. I, I, and it's just like when a woman orgasms and you between their leg, it's just awesome. Oh yeah, but, it's awesome yeah. to be to receive too. Like, uh yeah, just just, just had oh, that, you know, a couple hours ago. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what, like, like I said. I love a good blowjob, like hands down. Yep. And that's why I say, that's why I say I, I love both of them because, hey, yo, it's just a beautiful sight. Yeah. yeah but I, if you're not open or if you're not open enough to experience the beauty of that, you're going to be like this. Ew, that's disgusting. I'm like, get out of my way. <laughs> now. That's it, you know that it, if you if you think it's it, it's disgusting. See again when you're using words like that again. I I I'm very I pay attention to the you the the way people use their words and their language mm-hmm. and how they're communicating, like the things like disgusting and ew gross and you know that's a childlike response to exactly. something, right? And so that to me indicates that this person just hasn't, they're not evolved sexually and they're not comfortable with their own sexuality. And, Mm -hmm. you know, these are the things like when I'm picking up on those types of signals from someone else, I just know they're the wrong match for me. And I, Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people, and the reason I put that out there is because a lot of people will pick the wrong person and they'll ignore the fact that this person wasn't very sexual when they were dating. The sex was just okay. You know, and then, then they're 20 years into a marriage and they haven't had sex in the last 15 years and, and they're missing that connection. And, you know, it's almost like they're starving for it and it breaks my heart. I feel so bad, you know, and I'm like, why did you 
pick yeah, that you person. Her. Why did you marry that person? They're like, well, I thought it would get better. And again, this is because we don't have good open dialogue about this. Somebody should no. have told that person, hey, if you are sexual in this way and you like X, Y, and Z, do not marry someone and commit the rest of your life to them if you plan on being monogamous to someone that can't fill that bucket for you. That can't, oh, yeah. that doesn't, that's not on the same level because mismatched oh, yeah. libidos is probably the number one issue I get from my, you know, listeners. They, you know, that's the number one problem. And if we, if we were growing up in a society where again, it was just more talked about, more open, you know, it would be more like saying, you know, do you like, what kind of foods do you like? Well, I don't like, uh, meat, you know, I don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, it should be that simple. So it's like, well, I am a, a rancher and I like steak every night. So maybe we shouldn't do this, you know, or maybe mm-hmm. we can work around it, but at least the subject is on the table for discussion and couples yeah. while they, while they should have, you know, premarital counseling and all that, they should also have you know, premarital sexual counseling. They should have a Amen. A, a strong segment in time devoted to uh, real open and honest dialogue about their wants, needs, and desires sexually and how they envision their sex lives moving forward and also how they plan to tackle changes in libido and things that happen, uh, births, you know, uh, tragedies, all that stuff, because all that stuff is going to affect their libido. And, you know, how are you going to feel if one partner's really still charged up and the other one isn't you know it's like talk about this ahead of time how are we going to handle it when it when we when it happens because at some point it probably will if we stay together our whole entire lives mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Again, oh yeah nobody it's to me that seems so basic and elemental but nobody does it it's time to stop mm-hmm. that knock that shit off you know man look at here <laughs> I, 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 I'm so grateful that I was raised by a dad that was like this. Like, like when we was at, like, he, like he, we, we, we could actually be having dinner and stuff, and he'd be like, he, he'll, he'll probably say something about sex or something like that, but he wanted, he wanted his boys to be comfortable to. To not, you know, be afraid of the word sex. Yeah. Like, I could talk about sex all day, all night. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something that I'm just passionate about. Like, and I even studied, you know, you know, you know, listen to, you know, doctors and, you know, people in the sex community and stuff like that. Because that's something that, that I want to learn more about so I can understand my body. Yeah. And I, I realized that I'm a bona fide freak. I'm like this. I, if I need the whips to chain, uh, the handcuffs, the blindfold, yeah. the, 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 um, the middle paddle, like, yo, bring it on the table, except the dildo. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, and you no, know, I'm, I'm, I always like to joke and stuff like that because I'm so laid back about talking about sex that I'm like, yo, look here. You keep the dildo over there. Uh-huh. Uh, but everything else we can use. Right. I love uh, that. And that's 
That's excellent. Yeah. That is, that's perfect, right? Because you just, you are comfortable with what you like and you know what works and you're yeah. also comfortable with, you know, saying, yeah, that's a hard limit for me. You know, that, uh, yeah. that I'm not interested in. And uh, yeah, yeah. I found out that I'm, uh, uh I'm going to be a hard, on, a hard limit on, uh, on the butt part. I'm like this. No, yeah. that's an exit only. That's an exit that's, only. I'm sorry. That is fine. I know, I know y'all like that. Hey, kudos uh, to y'all. Hey, blessings. But a no, lot that's of a men feel that me. way. You're, you're in a, you know, you're, there's a camp that you're in that a lot of men feel that way. So, but again, it's just, it's great that, you know, you can say that and it's like, Hey, mm-hmm. no shade on anybody that likes it. But for me, you know, I know that that's probably not my lane. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But yeah, I just, like how you said, I wish that there was more dialogue out there that talked about this and stuff like that. So we have the part of the show right now, y'all, what I call the credentials. So Layla, tell people where they could come and listen to you tell this beautiful story about your journey that you're going through. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I, you know, everyone, I know this is the part where people try to rattle through all of their handles and the, none of them match and everything. I keep it really simple for everybody. I just say, go to my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. And from there, you mm-hmm. can pretty much navigate anywhere. You can navigate to all my social medias. You can read some of my blog posts from back in year one and year two. I was blogging a little bit too about my sexual encounters. And then you can listen to my podcast on my website or really anywhere that you listen to podcasts that you get all, you know, wherever you're listening to your podcast now, I'm there. And there's also my private podcast. And um, you can also leave me a voicemail, which is very mm-hmm. fun. I my, let my listeners leave me voicemails. They have five minutes to just talk about anything and everything they want. I get back to everybody personally, but there's a pink tab on the right-hand side of my website. That's again, the curiousgirldiaries.com. And uh-huh. uh, everything you need is there. Okay, y'all. Y'all got it, man. Go support her because she's actually talking about some cultural stuff that we need to talk about. Yeah, I'm just going to put it that way. So until next time, y'all, y'all have a blessed day. And this king is out. Bye, Thank y'all. Thank you. Bye. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed that beautiful interview with Miss Layla London, man. Go out and support her and stuff like that. But right now, I'm about to bring back a part of the show that should not have gone away. But you know what? When life hits, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? But I'm back. And yes, the poet is back. So yeah, we got to bring back the poetry corner. And we about to do it right now with this piece I call new legacy my legacy is not forged by the corporate mindset anymore because I am a boss just like you I earn my keep from the hustle in me my body feels light because now I'm living the correct life life feels right No more weak-minded people over the greatest minds on earth. I am free.
from the captivity of hell. Y'all, that is how we gonna start the new legacy. Until next time, this is Terrence is Spoken. Sign out. One love, one dream. You got a dream? Go get it. Let's do it. 2023.